girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. Girl, we are so excited that you're here for today's episode because this is getting recorded in real time from the Phoenix Downtown Hyatt Hotel. I'm here with Jackie. Hello. My best friend. <laughs> and also, if you don't know, she does everything behind the scenes for Empower Her, the whole podcast, our Empower Her live event. She manages the community, does the courses, logistics. She's basically the integrator, and I'm more like the visionary role. And what we wanted to talk about today is building belief in yourself and how to really figure out what's aligned for you. And this is going to be applicable for you, obviously, if you're in the entrepreneurial space, but even if you're not, in terms of your career and what you want in your life and your relationships and the environment that you're creating around you. And we are actually really different. We've been best friends for 15 years, but we're really different in how we think about things and what gets us excited. (laughs) Jackie gets excited (laughs) about clipboards and schedules. And I'm like, I don't know where my key is. I need all the checklists. (laughs) Yes. So let's kind of tee it up by maybe giving them a little bit of context uh, around like how we started working together originally. Yeah. So yeah, like she said, we've been best friends since college, freshman year of college is when we met. And even back then we had so many ideas around things we wanted to do together and traveling and building a company or business community. But at the time, like none of what we're doing really existed. And so after college, we both got into recruiting and just had Mm. our career path going. And I was a little bit more kind of in the traditional career path. I was okay with it for a long time. You obviously were not and wanted to start something different. So, and we were living, living together at the time in Seattle and I kept coming to Jackie saying, like, I have this gut feeling that I'm in the wrong path. And maybe those of you listening into this that can connect with that feeling of, like, it was very visceral to me where everything on paper made sense. But I was like, this is, like, not my lane. Like, I just don't want to be in recruiting. Like, and I actually had a really great job, great career trajectory, managers, income, all the thing. Like, I didn't have a bad boss that I was trying to, like, quit my job and say, like, screw you, buddy, I'm out of here. But I just felt so confused as to why I felt so angry anxious internally and just unfulfilled. So I'd always come to Jackie being like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And that's what actually started us down the path of network marketing, which I started my first business in network marketing, which I no longer do. But that was in January of 2014, which is wild. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that like story is like the first indication that how we were going to work together because it was you've always been the person that would be willing to go first. And I think if you're somebody like me, you almost kind of need someone in your life that is a big dreamer, big thinker that is willing to do it first. And that you're kind of like, I get it and I support it and I see it, but maybe that's not for me. And so when you started that, I was your first person to be like, I'll join your team. But it was really because I was like, she's so excited. This seems like it's going to be so great for her. She's going to have so much fun. I want to be along for the ride. I want to be supportive and be part of it. But it was really you going first and me kind of along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of crazy because then then we weren't movie, uh, roommates. Cena and I, my now husband, moved to New York City and built that business. And really, I think like the whole trajectory of that business, 
I was speaking on a lot of stages mm-hmm. and like, you know, we were doing a lot of this together, but I was definitely more forward facing even in that business. Yeah. Like you liked the more behind the scenes, but I remember there was a specific time that I said to you, I was like, Jackie, okay. So when we're, when we're done with this, because we want to do something else because we're creative and we have all these ideas <laughs> and you know, we both want to like be on stages together and make massive impact and like create all these rooms of people. And like, <laughs> I was projecting my vision of what I thought you would want, but mm-hmm. it's not what you wanted. And I think we need to like dig into that, right? Yeah, I remember the exact moment we were sitting on a little patio, it was after a conference that we were mm-hmm. at, and you were having all those things of, if you wanna have your own event and I can put you on a stage and maybe you can write a book someday and all that. And I think I finally just sat there kind of deer in headlights and was like, I don't want any of that. Like, I don't I don't wanna be on stage. My yeah. vision is, I wanna be behind the stage. I wanna be holding the clipboard. I wanna see you on the stage. I wanna see you write your book. I wanna see you do all these things. I want to help integrate it. I want to be there with you. I don't want to be on the stage. And both of us were kind of just like, whoa, we need to. Because that was probably, what, six years after we started network marketing. So it was just kind of the first time we were both like, huh, okay. This is going to look a little different. And I guess you can also speak to that too because having someone like me, uh, (laughs) like like that's really like – you could do anything. Like the world is your oyster. Like it's a double-edged sword, right? Because I have to be very conscious that I don't project my ideas onto somebody else of what I see in them because maybe that's not what they actually want. Right. So like how can you speak to that? Because I think there are a lot of women listening into this that maybe they are entrepreneurs or they have a friend that's like, you would be so great at this, but internally they know that it's not right. Or maybe they have a boss that's like, you, like, you're so capable. You could run this freaking company. And they're like, "Uh, I don't really want to do that, but they don't know how to handle that. Or even a parent too. How often do you hear about like, you know, your mom or your dad, like put all this pressure and belief in you of you can take over the world and you can do all the things. And yeah, if you're anything like me, I know, so I'm a nine on the Enneagram, but also it can present as a little bit more like people pleasing or agreeable or just kind of go with the flow. And if you do have somebody in your life that's influencing you, like you said, like a boss or a parent or a best friend or whoever that is pouring so much belief into you of all the things you can do and all the places you can go and the huge things that are all the things that they are capable of too. They're the visionary, they're the dreamer. It can be really easy to kind of get caught up in that of, okay, maybe I can do that. Maybe I do want that. Maybe that would be so great. But internally, you're always feeling a little bit of that turmoil of, I don't actually think that's what I want. And it's ironic because we saw it present itself a lot in when we were doing the network marketing business because mm-hmm. a big question we would get at the time, your success in network marketing was much bigger than mine for sure. And a lot of people would say, oh, you guys are best friends. You're doing this together. Do you have envy, jealousy? Like, is there a problem with that? How do you manage that? And at the time, my answer was always, well, I am so involved in seeing how hard she's working. She's working more than me, harder than me. She's staying up later. She's working more weekends. So of course, her success has contributed to the more she's working. Of course, her success is bigger. But you know, looking at it back in hindsight, what was also really happening is a little bit of self-sabotage because I didn't want that kind of public success. I didn't want to have be on the stage, have the massive team, have all this Mm -hmm. stuff. I was really happy being behind the scenes of managing the community that we were building and all of that. And so it's kind of like you see it in back. So if you're sitting there thinking like, am I resisting success? Or if somebody's pouring belief into me and for whatever reason I'm not going for it, is that because you don't actually want to be the spotlight? You don't want to have your name being the the face of it all kind of thing. And a lot of people tell themselves the story of, you know, like I should want that or Mm -hmm. that's what success looks like. But it's like, I mean, we know from everything that we've built together, we need both of our skill sets. So how does someone like listening into this, like 
really determine what is their, like, what are their strengths and like, how do they know what feels aligned for them? Because for you, like now that you're in this lane and we've really started to recognize, like you are the logistics, backend details, organized, like all of this stuff that you naturally have that honestly, I would really flounder. Like, I mean, can you imagine me like doing all the stuff you're doing? I'd be like, <laughs> I feel like a weird like little fish flopping around. That's just not my lane. Yeah. And how, I guess, did you realize how important that was and how to really like redirect that, you know? I think it's a combination of two things where one, I think you do know intuitively. And it's like, we always ask mm-hmm. ourselves, does somebody really put you on the spot right now and said, what do you want? I think you do know. It's just, do you have the confidence to admit it? And it, yeah. at the time I didn't, I, I wanted to be everything you believed I could be because it sounded so great. Yeah. And and this is going to sound weird, but maybe it doesn't sound as great to be like, I want to be behind the scenes and be like the checklist person and like yeah. all of that. But if you're asking yourself right now, like even think about when we're, you know, we're about to host this massive event where what do you get excited about? Do you see yourself? Cause the conversations we're having are you're talking about the vision and the experience and how people mm-hmm. are going to feel and how the flow is going to go and all of these cool things. And I'm not even having those thoughts. I'm thinking, do we have this done? Do we have this done? Has this been communicated? What kind of emails do we need to send out? So it's what kind of questions come up for you naturally in your job, in your yeah. life, in your relationships? Are you thinking these big, creative, huge thoughts? Or are you thinking the minor details that are both so needed to have a success in whatever it is that you're trying to create? And if you're like, I want, I'm thinking of the little things, maybe your role is to find the visionary in your life that can help, you can help them take their vision to the next level, but they need you too because they can't get it there without someone that's going to pay attention to those small things. Oh, preach. It's so (laughs) necessary for someone to hear that right now because if you're in a job, like maybe you're not an entrepreneur, but you're in a job where the things that you're actually doing don't make you excited. Like my background, I was an IT project (laughs) manager at one point in time, which is probably the worst possible job for me to ever have because I was in spreadsheets all day. Like it was, I I did not get to do any vision. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I mean, you remember like we were living living together at the time where I'm like checking in on all these details and I just felt so confused and unaligned because I was in the wrong job. So someone listening into this, it's like, we just want to encourage you to really ask yourself, like, am I in the right lane in general? Because you don't need to know what's coming, like, one, two, three, four, five, ten steps down the road. Because we had no idea that we would get to this place. But it really did come from honoring, like, what's the lane that I want to be in? What are the questions that I you know, naturally come up with? What are the skills that I naturally have? What are the problems that I'm most excited to solve? What are the things that I get pumped about? And where do you freeze? Because I think Ooh, that's a big boom. one. I just yeah, thought of that, go, too. Yeah, go down like, there. So even if you're in like a corporate career or a life, whatever it is that you do professionally or lifestyle or whatever you get excited about, but also if somebody came to you and said, so if somebody came to me about this event and was like, you know, what's your vision? How do you want to open it up? How do you want to do this? I'd be like, I have no, I would freeze or in the corporate world too. If I, if a marketing person come to me and was like, what's your creative vision for this like marketing pamphlet? I'd be like, I don't know, but I could execute. If you tell me your vision, like, I want somebody to tell me what it is. Tell me what it is, and I will definitely go deliver. Yes. I won't freeze on the delivery. I'll freeze on the idea. And that's and you would freeze if somebody was yeah. like, Keisha, what's our timeline? What's our this? What's our this? You're like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I'm Jackie. I mean, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's so – because, like, it goes back to also confidence that it all matters, right? Where, like, I'm very confident that I'm supposed to double down on this visionary, like, skill set and this – fire that's in me that makes me uncomfortable if I'm not creating. Like I feel very clear that I'm supposed to create things. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm not beating myself up about the fact that like, I am not the girl to ask like detailed questions to. I'm not organized. I mean, if they could be in our room right now, it's like my stuff has already exploded everywhere. Like I have packing cubes. Exactly. Jackie <laughs> has packing cubes. Come on. Like the girl has packing cubes. And I think it's just really important to not criticize yourself for not having a certain skill set, but instead say like, how can I make sure that I'm utilizing these gifts that I'm given? Because every single person is so unique with your strengths and your weaknesses. And we spend too much time criticizing ourselves for the things that we don't naturally have when I'm like, doubling down on my strengths has gotten me this life that feels really freaking fulfilling. Doesn't mean that I won't doubt myself or I won't sometimes have a pity party or, you know, wish that I knew how to handle XYZ situation better. But it does matter, right? Yeah. Well, and I think what's really cool too that I was just thinking when you were saying that is if you are also someone like me where you're like, the things you're saying make sense, but I also still feel feel some resistance towards it is it's also really important as like an integrator to find a vision that you also feel passionate about. Ooh. Just like I think the vision person, they don't, they have their vision because they have their vision. So of course they're going to be passionate about it. But as the integrator, if you don't feel aligned with that dream itself, you're going to feel that resistance also. So it's also asking yourself, am I feeling this resistance because I'm not in the right lane or is it I'm not in the right vision? And that's, I mean, that's been huge for us too, is even with network marketing, I could definitely be an integrator, but long-term I also really didn't see the big picture as Mm -hmm. much. So it was still harder for me to really be so excited versus like with this and with Empower Her and the podcast and the community, I will do everything to scale this to the vision that we have for it because I'm so excited and passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And therefore the integration also feels so aligned. Yeah, that's a really good point because I do think the vision of the company that you're working for or the cause or whatever, like maybe you can realign by getting some of this fulfillment of using your skill set in some aspect of your life. Like say you're in a job that you're like, okay, this job makes sense. I need to do this job, but I need another stream of fulfillment. Maybe it is that you you know, donate your time to a volunteer organization, to something that you feel really aligned with the big vision because you love like animal rescue and you're an integrator. Like we need your skill set in that cause, right? Yeah. So it's like finding the way that you can fit that in because I just think that sometimes people also tell themselves that they have to be entrepreneurs because it sounds sexy. Yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because I know <laughs> that you would not want to be a solo entrepreneur yeah. versus over here. I'm like, I, don't, I have 800 million businesses in my brain that I'm trying to get you to help me close tabs, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, I think there is like this kind of funny sweet spot for if you're anything like me of entrepreneurship, it does sound sexy. It sounds freeing. It sounds so awesome. But at the same time, I yes, I would never want to go first or alone or be. I don't have my own personal thing that I have this millions of visions about. So it's almost like if you if you feel like you have that entrepreneurial side of you, but you also feel like you're the integrator person, find an entrepreneur that you can work with. Yeah. Because the entrepreneur, the visionary, the actual big visionary, they need you because oh, they can't take their vision to the next level. So it's like yeah. you can find another entrepreneur where both of your skills and your passions work together in different ways. Mm, so good. Can you speak to building up confidence in yourself? Because I really feel like in the last even like three to six months. I feel like your confidence as a human has drastically improved. Like, I mean, you've you've been confident, obviously, yeah. but this is a very different level that we're seeing you just kind of like step in and own it, which everyone that like gets to squeeze in real life and meet <laughs> you wait. here, it's gonna be so awesome. But how does someone build confidence? Like, how are you building confidence right now? Gosh, it's so, it's such a hard answer too, because so much of the confidence has come from the alignment that we've, mm. and clarity that we've really created. So for so long, it was asking myself the questions, you know, to even go back to the network marketing news again of why doesn't this feel right? Why am I 
not great. And it wasn't why am I not great at this, but it was why can't I get myself to be great? Because it yeah. was, I knew I had the right personality and I had the ambition and I had the work ethic and I had all the things, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. Yeah. Which when you constantly feel like you're torn on knowing what you could be good at, but you're not doing it, that can create a lot of insecurity, a lot of questioning, a anxiety. Lot of what's wrong like, with me? Right? Yeah, I a mean, lot of anxiety. You were literally like popping soul CBD gummies oh. out the wazoo. Yeah, shout out to soul because I'm pretty sure I just drink bottles of the yeah. tinkers. Oh man. Um, but it can really create, yeah, a lot of questioning of what's wrong with me. Like, why mm-hmm. can't I make this work? You know, all the things. And then when you really realize, okay, that's just not what I'm meant to do. That's not my lane. That's not the thing. Okay, where else does that fit? And then it's when you find the thing that fits and then you start to really execute on the things that naturally feel good, that confidence can really grow for a combination of one, you're no longer asking yourself what's wrong with me all the time because you're like, wow, I freaking crushed it at this. Yes. But you also really get a sense of the impact you get to make behind the scenes. And both of us are so impact driven. And I wasn't able to make that impact that I wanted to make when I was out of alignment with what I was doing. And so like with this, you know, with the the event and the community and all the things with Empower Her, I see a very big impact that we are doing together, but I see my part in it. So it's Mm -hmm. like as soon as you can see, oh, I'm part of this impact. I'm just as important to the impact. Your confidence will just skyrocket because you're like, wow, this couldn't happen without me. It's not just the visionary that's making this happen. It's both of us together. Yes. And then if you happen to be someone who is a visionary or you have, you can really connect with this feeling of like, everything's good on paper, but I want more and I want something that feels more exciting to me. So maybe you're a little bit more like me. I want you to also challenge yourself to do what I've done in real time and say, what's the thing that's actually holding me back? Because I'm not going to say it's my skill set. Like it's not that, oh, I'm not organized. I'm not XYZ. I know that I need that and I'm willing to outsource it. But for me, and I know so many of you can connect with this, I had this story, especially from the childhood that I grew up in, where I had this like self-sufficiency that I wore like a badge of honor of like, don't worry, I'll get it done. I can work hard. I'll show up. But it was almost like I was blocking out even someone that I trust more than anyone. I mean, Jackie and I have been best friends. Jackie and I have been best friends longer than I've never seen it. Like Jackie's, I mean, we've been so close. Like we've never gone more than like 24 hours without talking to each other in 15 freaking years, right? We're so close. But I still, even with Jackie, had a hard time releasing control of letting empower her, the brand, the communities, the things that we wanted to do grow. Like, and planning this live event has been so huge for me because I'm like, I cannot make this happen on my own. So to the visionary listening into this, I want you to ask yourself that question of like, what's holding me back? Because if your vision is bigger than just you, which not everybody has to have a vision like that. Not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. But if you are and your vision is bigger than you, like you got to figure out how to figure out your own blocks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. So to kind of just like tie this all up here, do you have like any advice that you would give to someone who was feeling how you felt when you were, you know, like drinking soul CBD and taking free gummies (laughs) at night who felt really anxious of like maybe where she could start if she's not an entrepreneur, she's working in the corporate world. And she's like, I just feel like something's off. Like what would you tell her to do or what questions could she ask herself? I think for me, a lot of the questions I was asking is, it was around you at the time it was, you think, do I just quit? Do I throw in the towel? Do I do this? It's almost like playing out all of these scenarios and Mm. really trying to figure out, is it the career that you're in? Is it the relationship that you're in? Is it the friendship? Is it the parent? Is it all these, that is the actual problem or is it the day to day? That's the problem. If you made a different decision and played that out, would you actually be happier? 
And even, you know, with even network marketing, there was so many times I asked myself, do I just go back to corporate? Do I just go back to the job I was comfortable in? I was fine there, you know, good, things Mm -hmm. are fine. Uh, But then I would play that out and it was like, no, it's not the job that made me happy, nor the work I was doing that's made me happy. And it's being in network marketing. It's not this thing that doesn't make me happy. A different company wouldn't make me happy. It's finding what actually, if you could make up your dream day, would make you happy and then really finding ways to add that in. And it doesn't, it's not going to happen overnight. This is taking us years to figure out. And so it's starting to integrate those, ironically, integrate those little things day by day and just playing out, do I like it? Do I not? How does this play into my bigger vision? And maybe it is finding someone that you connect with that is your opposite, is the person that has the strengths that you don't have that you guys can do something together. Because Mm -hmm. if you're feeling that way and you can find them, they're feeling it too and missing the skills that you have. Yeah. I think. I, well, I love this because it's so simple. You might already be in your worst case scenario situation, right? Like, If you already are in a job that doesn't feel aligned for you, then let's just explore the idea of what else could maybe be more aligned, Mm -hmm. right? Because, like, you're not going to know until you actually, like, make moves in the right direction and start to, like, kind of tweak things in your life. Or even if it is adding, you know, volunteering or a side business or whatever, I mean, whatever, a podcast. Like, so many women that listen into the show that have their own shows. It's just saying, like, you're already in a situation you know you don't want to be in. So what do you have to lose? Yeah. And also being okay saying no. I think that was a big one because – There's a point, too, where to go back to when we're talking about, you know, if you have somebody in your life, again, maybe it's a a manager or a business partner, but also maybe it's a partner or it's a, you know, a parent that is pouring, pouring, pouring all this belief into you. And you're starting to feel that turmoil of I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to let them down. But I'm really getting clear on the fact that that's Mm -hmm. actually not what is going to make me happy long term. And eventually you're going to hit that wall. And I think that's kind of also where I got to of if I take this any further, it's not only going to keep hurting me, it's going to hurt the company, it's going to hurt the visionary that I'm partnering with. It's going to yes. hurt all of these other people. And then no one's winning. So step one, get confident in saying, hey, I love that you're building that belief in me. And I, I believe in, I thank you for believing me, but that's actually, that's not the right yeah. space for me. That's not the right role for me. Let's either find someone else that's going to be a better fit for that. Or maybe it's a shift in the direction that we're going, or it's you take that on or something, but say no to the thing finally. And it's going to give you so much relief. The first <sighs> time even yeah. that time when we were sitting on the patio and I was like, I don't want to be on stage. That was the first time I had said that in like six years and immediately it was like, okay, that's good. Now we don't yeah. have to continue that road or like go continue this vision of I'm going to be the one on stage someday. And I just had to say it. And the minute yes. I said it, that was the first pivot we were able to make in. Okay. The role looks different now. And we've just continued making these pivots. And I'm along the way, keep saying no to things that don't feel right. And that <sighs> that's actually been huge. Well, it's all the energy that comes from the gray. Right. Yeah, of like, yeah. I didn't make a decision. Like making a decision is so important on anything. Like yeah. I remember even conversations when Cena and I, you know, left Seattle where we grew up. We're both born and raised in the greater Seattle area for those of you listening in that don't know that. And we haven't lived there in eight years. But I remember the first time I told my mom, like, I really don't think we're ever moving back. Yeah. Like even when we have kids, I really don't like, I don't believe in permanence. Cause like you can change your mind, but, <laughs> but I, I just don't see that in the future. And it was like, almost like when I got that off my chest, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, and with the kids thing, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, we're not having kids this year. It's not on the radar. We're not even open to it. Like we're actually mm-hmm. avoiding it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. like it just like lets you just breathe because, mm-hmm. because whether it is a visionary that's a boss or someone that you work with or a friend of yours or even a parent or a sister, whatever, 
that's one thing, but it's also societal pressures mm, yeah, of saying yeah. like, this is what you should be doing. You should be worried about these things. You should want to keep advancing your career, right? Like, I mean, even like your fiance is a great example. Like he moved into a management role yep. and then he was like, this is not aligned for me. I don't want to spend my time doing this. I actually would rather be an individual contributor. And he moved like, almost had like a demotion in a way yeah. from yeah. like from wh- how it shows on paper that that's really important to realize. And I just, I guess I just really want to share with you listening into this, like whatever your skill set is, whatever it is you feel like you want to do in your life, even if it doesn't make sense to other people, it's kind of makes sense to you because you're the person that you're going to spend every single second with for every single day for the rest of your life. And it just, it matters. And that peace you're going to feel internally is going to be a game changer. I mean, you said how the confidence over the time, it's like internal peace is really step one into like huge confidence oh so good okay hopefully this episode was helpful for you we really wanted to have a raw conversation as we are literally in the downtown phoenix hyatt where we are holding our first ever live event it's actually crazy because hundreds of you maybe you specifically that are listening into this are you know maybe you're listening into this on your flight here to phoenix yes You're flying in from all across the country. And I just want to say something real quick. If you are listening to this and you're coming to Empower Her Live, we want you to connect with women in the room. There are some of the most incredible humans that are literally going to be physically in this room with you. Here on this podcast, we're all about transparency. This is a come with me, let's figure this out together type of community. The women there like want to talk to you. So we're going to challenge you that if you are here, that you are open And that you push yourself just a little bit to connect with people and understand that, like, you deserve to be in this freaking room. And Jackie and I are both huggers. So please um, come hug us. We want to squeeze you. We love you. We're so grateful. We're so excited. Oh, And also, actually, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Because if you are here for the event, you'll get to run into Organifi, Theta Breathwork, White, Fit Kitty Culture, ClearStem, got personal, soul, Pfizer, so many incredible brands that you're going to get to hear from and see and try their stuff and get a bunch of free stuff from swag bags. <laughs> it's be so, oh, the swag bags. Oh, oh you guys just level. get prepared. Next level. Anyways, we love you and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.